Canto Third of the White Doe of Ryleston by William Wordsworth. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Now joy for you and sudden cheer, ye watchmen upon Bransworth towers, looking forth in doubt and fear, telling melancholy hours. Proclaim it, let your masters hear that Norton with his band is near. The watchmen from their station high pronounce the word and the earls descry forthwith the armed company marching down the banks of weir said fearless norton to the pair gone forth to hail him on the plain this meeting noble lords looks fair i bring with me a goodly train the hearts are with you hill and dale have helped us your we crossed and swale and horse and harness followed see the best part of their yeomanry stand forth my sons these eight are mine, whom to this service I commend. Which way soe'er our fate incline, these will be faithful to the end. They are my all. Voice failed him here, my all, save one, a daughter dear, whom I have left, the mildest birth, the meekest child on this blessed earth. I had, but these are by my side, these eight, and this is a day of pride. The time is ripe, with festive din, lo how the people are flocking in like hungry fowl to the feeder's hand when snow lies heavy upon the land he spake bare truth for far and near from every side came noisy swarms of peasants in their homely gear and mixed with these to branspeth came grave gentry of estate and name and captains known for worth in arms and prayed the earls in self-defence to rise and prove their innocence rise noble earls put forth your might for holy church and the people's right the norton fixed at this demand his eye upon northumberland and said the minds of men will own no loyal rest while england's crown remains without an heir the bait of strife and factions desperate who paying deadly hate in kind through all things else in this can find a mutual hope a common mind and plots and pant to overwhelm all ancient honour in the realm brave earls to whose heroic veins our noblest blood is given in trust to you a suffering state complains and ye must raise her from the dust with wishes of still bolder scope on you we look with dearest hope even for our altars for the prize in heaven of life that never dies for the old and holy church we mourn and must enjoy to her return behold and from his son whose stand was on his right from that guardian hand he took the banner and unfurled the precious folds behold said he the ransom of a sinful world let this your preservation be the wounds of hands and feet and side and the sacred cross on which jesus died this spring i from an ancient hearth these records wrought in pledge of love by hands of no ignoble birth a maid o'er whom the blessed dove vouchsafed in gentleness to brood while she the holy work pursued uplift the standard was the cry from all the listeners that stood round plant it by this we live or die the norton ceased not for that sound but said the prayer which ye have heard much injured earls by these preferred 
is offered to the saints the sigh of tens of thousands secretly uplift it cried once more the band and then a thoughtful pause ensued uplift it said northumberland whereat from all the multitude who saw the banner reared on high in all its dread emblazonry with tumult and indignant rout a voice of uttermost joy brake out the transport was rolled down the river of weir and durham the time-honoured durham did hear and the towers of st cuthbert were stirred by the shout now was the north in arms they shine in warlike trim from tweed to tyne at percy's voice and neville sees his followers gathering in from tees from weir and all the little rills concealed among the forked hills seven hundred knights retainers all of neville at their master's call had sate together in raby hall such strength that earldom held of yore nor wanted at this time rich store of well-appointed chivalry not loath the sleepy lance to wield and greet the old paternal shield they heard the summons and furthermore came foot and horsemen of each degree unbound by pledge of fealty appeared with free and open hate of novelties in church and state knight burger yeoman and esquire and the romish priest in priest's attire and thus in arms a zealous band proceeding under joint command to durham first their course they bear and in st cuthbert's ancient seat sang mass and tore the book of prayer and trod the bible beneath their feet thence marching southward smooth and free they mustered their host at weatherby full sixteen thousand fair to see the choicest warriors of the north but none for undisputed worth like those eight sons who in a ring each with a lance erect and tall a falchion and a buckler small stood by their sire on clifford moor in youthful beauty flourishing to guard the standard which he bore with feet that firmly pressed the ground they stood and girt their father round such was his choice no steed will he henceforth bestride triumphantly he stood upon the verdant sod trusting himself to the earth and to god rare sight to embolden and inspire proud was the field of sons and sire of him the most and sooth to say no shape of man in all the array so graced the sunshine of that day the monumental pomp of age was with this goodly personage a stature undepressed in size unbent which rather seemed to rise in open victory o'er the weight of seventy years to higher height magnific limbs of withered state a face to fear and venerate eyes dark and strong and on his head rich locks of silver hair thick spread which a brown morion half concealed light as a hunter's of the field and thus with girdle round his waist whereon the banner-staff might rest at need he stood advancing high the glittering floating pageantry who sees him many see and one with unparticipated gaze who among these thousands friend hath none and treads in solitary ways he following wheresoe'er he might hath watched the banner from afar as shepherds watch a lonely star or mariners the distant light that guides them on a stormy night and now 
upon a chosen plot of rising ground yon heathy spot he takes this day his far-off stand with breast unmailed unweaponed hand bold is his aspect but his eye is pregnant with anxiety while like a tutelary power he there stands fixed from hour to hour yet sometimes in more humble guise stretched out upon the ground he lies as if it were his only task like herdsman in the sun to bask or by his mantle's help to find a shelter from the nipping wind and thus with short oblivion blessed his weary spirits gather rest again he lifts his eyes and lo the pageant glancing to and fro and hope is wakened by the sight that he thence may learn ere fall of night which way the tide is doomed to flow to london with a chieftain's bent but what avails the bold intent a royal army is gone forth to quell the rising of the north they march with dudley at their head and in seven days space will to york be led can such a mighty host be raised thus suddenly and brought so near the earls upon each other gazed and neville was oppressed with fear for though he bore a valiant name his heart was of a timid frame and bold if both had been yet they again so many may not stay and therefore will retreat to seize a strong hold on the banks of tees there wait a favourable hour until lord dacre with his power from naworth comes and howard's aid be with them openly displayed while through the host from man to man a rumour of this purpose ran the standard giving to the care of him who heretofore did bear that charge impatient norton sought the chieftains to unfold his thought and thus abruptly spake we yield and can it be an unfought field how often hath the strength of heaven to few triumphantly been given still do our very children boast of mitred thurston what a host he conquered saw we not the plain and flying shall behold again where faith was proved whilst a battle moved the standard on the sacred wane on which the grey-haired barons stood and the infant heir of mowbray's blood beneath the saintly ensigns three their confidence and victory shall percy blush then for his name must westmoreland be asked with shame whose were the numbers where the loss in that other day of neville's cross when as the vision gave command the prior of durham with holy hand saint cuthbert's relic did uprear upon the point of a lofty spear and god descended in his power while the monks prayed in maiden's bower less would not at our need be due to us who war against the untrue the delegates of heaven we rise convoked the impious to chastise we we the sanctities of old would re-establish and uphold the chiefs were by his zeal confounded but word was given and the trumpet sounded back through the melancholy host went norton and resumed his post alas thought he and have i borne this banner raised so joyfully this hope of all posterity thus to become at once the scorn of babbling winds as they go by a spot of shame to the sun's bright eye to the frail clouds a mockery even these poor eight of mine would stem 
half to himself and half to them he spake would stem or quell a force ten times their number man and horse this by their own unaided might without their father in their sight without the cause for which they fight a cause which on a needful day would breed us thousands brave as they so speaking he upraised his head towards that imagery once more but the familiar prospect shed despondency unfelt before a shock of intimations vain blank fear and superstitious pain fell on him with the sudden thought of her by whom the work was wrought oh wherefore was her countenance bright with love divine and gentle light she did impassiveness obey but her faith leaned another way ill tears she wept i saw them fall i overheard her as she spake sad words to that mute animal the white doe in the hawthorn brake she steeped but not for jesus sake this cross in tears by her and one unworthier far we are undone her brother was it who assailed her tender spirit and prevailed her other parent too whose head in the cold grave hath long been laid from reason's earliest dawn beguiled the docile unsuspecting child far back far back my mind must go to reach the wellspring of this woe while thus he brooded music sweet was played to cheer them in retreat but norton lingered in the rear thought followed thought and ere the last of that unhappy train was passed before him francis did appear now when tis not your aim to oppose said he in open field your foes now that from this decisive day your multitude must melt away an unarmed man may come unblamed to ask a grace that was not claimed long as your hopes were high he now may hither bring a fearless brow when his discountenance can do no injury may come to you though in your cause no part i bear your indignation i can share i'm grieved this backward march to see how careless and disorderly i scorn your chieftains men who lead and yet want courage at their need then look at them with open eyes deserve they further sacrifice my father i would help to find a place of shelter till the rage of cruel men do like the wind exhaust itself and sink to rest be brother now to brother joined admit me in the equipage of your misfortunes that at least whatever fate remains behind i may bear witness in my breast to your nobility of mind thou enemy my bane and blight o oh, bold to fight the coward's fight against all good but why declare at length the issue of this prayer or how from his depression raised the father on his son had gazed suffice it that the son gave way nor strove that passion to allay nor did he turn aside to prove his brother's wisdom or their love but calmly from the spot withdrew the like endeavours to renew should e'er a kindlier time ensue end of canto third